to Tales and Travels at the Emerald Public Library. I'm your host and intergenerational programmer, Michelle. All summer, I'll be taking you around the world as we visit nine different countries. Each week, we will hear a traditional tale from a new country and learn a little bit about where that tale comes from. For pictures, puzzles, or to follow along, you can download our companion booklet or visit the library for a copy to take home. This week, we're off to Scotland, located in the United Kingdom. Scotland is home to beautiful landscapes of dense woodlands, glittering walks, and some mountains. It is here that we meet Molly Wappy. Molly Wappy is the star of my personal favorite folktale. I'm excited to share it with you today. Molly is the youngest of three sisters. One wintry day, Molly and her sisters went out to find food in the forest. They struggled to find anything because it was winter and wandered deeper than they ever had before. Eventually, they grew lost. The sun began to set, and the girls became afraid. They jumped at the sound of howling wolves in the distance. They walked on, hoping to find their way, or at least a place to sleep. As they walked, they got more tired. They got more hungry. Finally, the girls saw a light in the distance. They ran towards it. There was a house. They ran faster until they reached the door. Molly knocked. A woman answered the door. What do you want? Molly Wuppy replied. Please, we are lost and cold. Can you let us in? Can you give us something to eat? I can't do that, said the woman. My husband is a giant. If he comes home and sees you, he will eat you. The girl started to cry and said, Please, just let us up for a while. We're cold and hungry. We promise we'll eat quickly and then we'll leave. The woman could not refuse. She looked outside to make sure that her husband was not near. She didn't see him. She listened. She didn't hear him. So, she let the girls in. She let them sit by the fire. She gave them warm milk and thick slices of bread with butter. Just as they began to eat, a loud sound began. Thump, thump, thump. It sounded like very heavy footsteps. Then they heard an angry voice. Fee-fi-fo-fum. I smell the blood of a human child. Who do you have here, my wife? The woman replied, Dear husband, there's only three Poor hungry girls. Her voice was trembling. It was very scary to be married to a giant. But 
she continued. They will go away soon, and you will not hurt them. The giant said nothing. He stepped inside. He sat down near the fire. Then he ate a giant dinner. He finished eating and turned to the girls. He said, Stay all night, girls. We have three girls of our own. You can sleep in their bed with them. Molly Luppy was very clever. She thought that something about this was strange. So she decided it would be best to just stay quiet. She watched the giant put thick pieces of string around her sister's necks. She waited as he put a thick piece of string around her own neck. She waited as he put gold chains around his own daughter's necks. Then the giant said goodnight and left them. Molly knew she should stay awake until everyone else was asleep. She waited until the house rumbled with the noise of giant snores. Molly snuck out of bed. She removed the rope from her neck. She gently removed the ropes from her sister's necks. Then she took the gold chains from the necks of the other girls. She very gently put the rope on the giant's children's necks. And she very gently placed the gold chains around her own neck and then her sister's necks. Molly climbed back to bed. Later in the night, the giant snuck into the room, as well as a giant can sneak. He opened the bed and felt in the dark for the strings. He picked up each of the girls wearing a string and left each of the girls wearing a gold chain. Because Molly had switched the chains, these were his own children. He placed them in a sack. He took the sack out to his shed. This would be his breakfast. Then he went back to bed, excited for his morning meal. Molly thought it was time that her and her sisters left. She woke her sisters up and whispered, It's time to go quietly. They snuck out of the house. And as soon as they were outside, they ran as fast as they could, for as long as they could. As the sun came up, saw a castle. The girls ran to the castle. They went inside and asked to speak to the king. For some reason, the king agreed to speak to them right away. And Molly told their story to the king. You are very clever, Molly, said the king. You have done well, but I must ask you to do something more. Go back and steal the giant's sword. If you do, I will adopt your oldest sister. Molly agreed. She ran as fast as she could back to the giant's house. She snuck in through an open window. She climbed through the window 
and hid beneath the giant's bed. There she waited. She heard the familiar stomp, stomp, stomp. The giant walked into the house, ate his giant dinner, and went to bed. Molly waited a little longer, and when Molly heard his snores, she quietly got out from under the bed. She reached over the giant to take his sword. But the sword was a giant sword, so it was very, very heavy. Just as she got it out, she dropped it. This woke the giant. Molly grabbed the sword again and ran as fast as she could with this big, heavy sword. She ran and she ran. The giant ran after her. Molly came across a small bridge known as the Bridge of One Hair. Molly raced across, but the giant stopped. He knew that he could not safely cross this bridge, for he was too giant. Molly Whoopie, never come back, he cried, shaking his fist. Molly took the sword to the king. Well done, Molly, said the king. You did so well, but you can do even better. Steal the purse that the giant keeps under his pillow. If you do this, I will adopt your second sister. Molly was starting to get tired, but she said that she would try. The king let her sleep first, and so the next day, after a good night's sleep, Molly set off for the giant's house. She hid under his bed again and heard the familiar stomp stomp, stomp of his footsteps. Molly waited until she heard his snoring. She quietly snuck out from under the bed. She slowly snuck her hand under his pillow and pulled out the purse. She ran to the door, and as she opened it, it creaked. This woke the giant. He chased after her. Molly ran as fast as she could until she reached the bridge of one hair. Molly raced across and didn't look back, but the giant stopped. I'll get you, Molly Whoopie, he cried. Molly took the purse to the king, and he adopted her second sister. Well done again, said the king. You are so brave and clever. I'm sure you can do one more thing for me. Steal the giant's magic ring. Then you will be my daughter as well. Molly was determined and said that she would try. The next day, she ran back to the giant's house. She snuck inside and hid under the bed. Soon came the footsteps. Stomp, stomp, stomp. And she waited for the giant snores. Molly quietly came out from under the bed. She gently lifted the giant's hand and pulled off the ring. She dropped it in her pocket and turned to leave. 
Suddenly, the giant opened his eyes and grabbed her by the arm. Now I've caught you, Molly Whuppy, he said. If I had done as many bad things to you as you have to me, what would you do? Molly thought quickly and replied, I would put you in a big bag. Then I'd put a cat and a dog inside with you. I would drop in a needle. I would drop in some thread and a pair of scissors. Then I would hang you upside down in the bag. And I would move you to your fate. Well, Molly Wuppy, then that is what I will do to you. The giant found a big bag and stuffed Molly inside. He threw in the cat and the dog, a needle, thread, and a pair of his wife's scissors. He hung her up on the wall. Then he asked his wife to watch the bag while he went out the forest. Molly began to sing. All the leaves are what I can see. The giant's wife asked over and over what she could see. Molly would not tell her. She just kept singing. Oh, if only you saw what I could see. The giant's wife asked again to please tell her what she could see. And Molly stopped singing. The wife asked, just please let me in the bag. I'm so curious. So Molly agreed. She said that she would cut a hole in the bag to help the wife inside. So the wife got inside. Molly climbed out. And she quickly sewed up the hole. The giant's wife was confused. I see nothing, Molly Whuppy, she cried. Please let me down. And Molly said nothing and hid behind the door. When the giant came home, his wife cried out from the sack. It's me! Let me out! But the giant could not hear her over the cat and dog fighting. Molly came out from behind the door. She ran, and the giant chased her right up until the bridge of one hair. She ran across once again. The giant could still not make it. Molly took the ring to the castle, and the king said, Molly Whuppy, you destroyed the giant's magic powers. People will no longer be afraid. She never saw the giant again. But Molly and her sisters lived happily ever after in the palace as daughters of the king. If you were to visit Scotland today, you'd be able to see many castles. Perhaps one of them was once home to the king who adopted Molly Wuppy. And if you are wondering what the weather would be like in our wintry story, Scotland's winters are usually around zero degrees Celsius, just like a mild winter day here. It usually snows about 15 to 20 days per year. 
which doesn't sound too bad. I hope you enjoyed the tale of Molly Whoopi as much as I do. Join me next week as we travel to Ecuador for another tale.